Quinn found something very interesting that is a trend. Again, you have to look at this. If you're not a younger millennial or a Gen Zer, you kind of look at those generations and go, a lot of times you go, really? And mm. and you found this, and I'm uh, this blows me away. Yeah, so uh, millennials and Gen Zers are cool with being open about discussing their wages, which I, is definitely something back in the day nobody would do. I was... At one point in time, I would say all the time when I was making nothing, I was like, oh, "Everybody well, shares." Well, that's that. the that's yeah. the thing. It's like depending on how far you are into the job. Yeah. Because when like the longer you're in the job, obviously the more you're probably making. Mm-hmm. So, but early on, like the first couple of years, I think you're trying to see, you're trying to gauge like, well, what are they making? Because I definitely work harder than them, and if they're making more than me, yeah, um, I'm gonna have a problem. Well, even <laughs> like I would say even five years ago that I was more comfortable saying what I made and. Not to the people in the building, but I was comfortable saying it to my other friends because we were all kind of on the same path. Mm-hmm. And now I don't mm-hmm. know if we are still. Right. So I'm like, uh, in case we're not. It, it broke down like this because I, I just uh, I found the stats on this. Nearly 42% of Gen Z workers and 40% of millennials have shared their, their salary information with a coworker. I'm on board with your theory. The less you make, the more comfortable you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Compared to just 31% of Gen Xers, that's me, uh, 19% of boomers, that's not me. Uh, <laughs> after uh, after having these talks, 57% of millennials and 45% of Gen Zers say they felt underpaid compared to their peers. But again, and Quinn, you touched on this, there is a point where um, you know you're you're going to make less in the beginning of what you do. You rarely get hired into a job Mm -hmm. where you are getting equal pay to someone that's been there for 10 years with a ton of experience. Right. And and I think when you hit that point, it becomes a different conversation or a non-conversation. But there has been, and even I've noticed this, is there have been times where people who uh, come in around the same time as you mm-hmm. sometimes will start out with more than what you are making. Oh, that's happened here in this building. So, And that, and then because it's like, well, how, how are they making that when I've been here at least, I don't know, let's say six months? And it's like, but... Do you know what I'm saying? Well, that's why I, I really. Put it into words that's why I like two eight seven eight. Should always discuss your wages to see how underpaid you are. Yeah. Or is it how great you are at negotiating? This conversation happened here, not in our department, which is kind of good. Mm. Uh, so it happened in our department, and somebody was they came in at a higher wage than somebody who'd been here before, and they're like, "Well, I had experience prior to coming here sure. in this particular field, and I negotiated that rate. So good for them." But even but even then, it's like I wouldn't judge that as unfair. I would say, discussing it at least you know why. And I have <clears throat> wow, I'll be all right. Uh, I have <clears throat> I have okay. to go over to uh, twenty eight seventy eight again because I have a question now. Do you work in a field where you can compare directly your job mm-hmm. to someone else? I will give a great. I mean, if you're all. I'm just using this term. If you're all in the same line of the factory, mm-hmm. okay, I could I could understand the should always discuss your wages because you you kind of want to know what is the going rate for that job. But you're all doing the same job. Yeah, you come here. There are so many different yeah. jobs. Yeah. Um. And I mean, and multiple duties and responsibilities that are going to affect this. So I really can't agree with you on that two eight seven eight unless you're in a job that only does one thing. And they say jobs tell people to not discuss wages so they can make you into cheap labor. They legally can't even do that. Uh, see, they're cynical about this. They're not thinking this all the way through. Well, I think that it can also create, I, you know, just from my experience, it can create some animosity 
between coworkers, and that's animosity that I don't want. But and I shouldn't feel like I have. You don't to need justify. the distraction. Well, and I feel like I shouldn't have to justify. Did you see uh, 4125? I once found out that my male coworker, whose performance reviews were lower than mine, was making three times my salary. I quit the next week. Oh, good for you. Oh, my God. I love that so much. So there is a plus, sort of. But, to but then again, they they kind of found out. I don't know that there was an open discussion. Like, how did you find out about their performance I reviews and their sales? Yes. Oh, you know, and I somebody I, breaking into the HR office. I had that's another, a fireable offense. I had another conversation with somebody who found out what her coworkers were making, and they were again. It was, and it's not always a gender thing, but they were making a lot more than she was. Let's say by like thirty thousand dollars, and then so she threatened to leave. And then they go, oh, no, but we'll pay you, da 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 And she ended up finding another job that paid her more. So she was like, you know what? It's not even worth it. You guys didn't respect me from the beginning, mm. so I don't need to I don't need to have the same respect for you. Word. Yeah. 